Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Welcome back to Hot Breath Podcast, everyone. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and this is the show where you learn comedy from the pros. Our episode today is a featured interview with the October winner of our Write 10 contest. Every month, we do a writing contest where comics around the world compete to write the best 90-second set in seven days. The winner gets 100 bucks and an interview on Hot Breath Podcast. This month's winner, Kinsey Snell, actually recorded her own intro as well to welcome you to the show. So if you would like your own Hot Breath Podcast episode, go into the show notes, click join the November Write 10 contest, and challenge yourself to write a brand new set in seven days. I'm excited to present to you now the winner of the October Write 10 contest, Kinsey Snell. Hello, welcome to the Hot Breath Podcast. This is comedian Kinsey Snell from Atlanta, Georgia, winner of the Write 10 contest. If you've never done the contest, we do it once a month in the Write 10 Writers Group Facebook Live. Um, it's a great challenge, a lot of fun, and I would highly recommend giving it a shot. We also do a daily joke writing competition in the Facebook group, uh, something that has been really good for me, helping get me motivated during the quarantine to actually sit down and write jokes again. So uh, you should check it out, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. And without further ado, here we go, Kinsey. Kinsey Snell, ladies and gentlemen. I love my kids. Um, look, they're the reason I get out of bed every morning. Uh, they are literally the reason I get out of bed every morning because apparently it is impossible to make a bowl of cereal without waking the dead. Okay? And look, I know a lot of parents get up and make bacon and biscuits before school. Uh, I know this because most of my kids' classmates are fat. Um, and I don't think that means they love their kids more than I love my kids. All right, I love my kids to death. I just don't want that death to be a heart attack at the age of 35. <laughs> so, uh, look, but look, I love that my kids are independent. Okay, I mean, I call it independent. Uh, the social worker called it like abandonment or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, I, was, I was drunk when she came by. So, uh, Look, no, I, look, my kids are very happy, okay? If you don't believe me, uh, you can look at my Facebook page. You'll find lots of pictures of them smiling. Uh, what you won't see is me in the background shaking my fist, threatening them to put their arms around each other and smile. And look, that's what I love about social media. It is such an accurate depiction um, of how fake we all are. So, Kinsey, I want to officially congratulate you. That set, despite the set killed, the audio bombed, but it doesn't matter because it was... And I almost didn't even submit it because, uh, first of all, I don't ever drink one drop before I do comedy, normally ever, mm -hmm. ever, ever. Uh, clearly, that was not the case in the video. And... <laughs> 
I felt completely unhinged. <laughs> like when I watched, went back and watched it, uh, I just thought, oh, wow, I don't know about this. Uh, but I did it. I just threw it in there, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, what what, hap- what was happening there? Did you just feel a, like a spark of inspiration after a birthday party to do it? Well, I had written it, and then, um, you know, life is busy, and I just mm-hmm. hadn't recorded it yet. And then we were there at the party, and I said, you know what? I, I need to do this. I spent all this time writing it. And uh, so we just did it right there. And then I then I woke up the next morning and sent it in to you. So. Oh, my gosh. It, it was so And I can't funny. wait to tell my friends that they sound like dolphins when they laugh because <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the best part. So. That the, 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 the fat kid joke, like my wife and I both just cackled at that joke. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, did that just come to you or like, how did you find work that one out? Oh man. So I work with kids a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> most things are funny because they're true. Yeah. So, uh, no, I just, I'm in that world a lot of, uh, kids and nutrition and exercise and diet and things like that. So it just, it was there, <laughs> there on the brain. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, um, yes, yeah, Steve was asking about, uh, your writing process and maybe the, um, yeah, ha- when you, you get the theme of love and right. then now you're like, okay, where do you start from here? And how do you start to formulate the ideas into like jokes and a, a killer set? So for this, I actually made a list of all the things I love or uh, several, you know, some things I love. And then I made a list of a lot of things I hate. Mm. That's actually kind of where the social media joke came from because there's so much I hate about social media, <laughs> but yet um, here we are scrolling through it constantly all day. So it was kind of a love to hate type of uh, oh. idea. And to be honest, I don't really know why it went down this dark road of I love my kids, but I don't take care of them because I do take care of them but it I was just it just kind of kept flowing in that direction so I just went with it. social workers never been to my house so yeah. <laughs> not that I remember anyway that's very clever though you you list everything you love and then also you went the opposite and found some stuff there that's interesting yes so. and, and how um like once you list stuff out now you have kind of like a page of like ideas. Now what's, what's the next step? Um, well, I like to write. And so sometimes I'll just start writing and then not try to make it funny and then go back and find my favorite parts and then try to pull out something I want to say and then work on writing a punchline for that thing that I really want to say. Um, And then something that uh, I know I've heard you say it several times and I've heard uh, some other comic that I really try to focus on the hard consonants. Uh, I feel like for some reason that helps me keep writing. Like if I'm trying to think of those particular words, I don't know. That may not be a great way to explain that. No, you're no, you're doing great. Keep going. um, But it just like the bacon and biscuits, you know, I like the bacon and biscuits versus, you know, because I, I had cinnamon rolls in there and then oh. I switched it, you know, bacon and biscuits. So I just try to write without being funny and then go back and try to 
make my favorite parts money. I love that. Oh, I love that. And yeah, cinnamon rolls and then bacon and biscuits. Yeah, it just hits harder. It just has more musicality to it. Right, right. Oh my gosh. I love that. And you're, it sounds like you're inspiring people to get their kids in shape. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what I, it sounds like. Well, I mean, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I would, it's not, it's not a bad idea that they move around a little bit. I say this as my son is back there playing Xbox. So look, no judgment. Of course. No ju of course. Right it, there, it's only a health epidemic happening in the country. That's no right. big deal. That's right. No big deal. Oh, that's great. So then where did you go in terms of you, you write everything you love, everything you hate, and then you see what you really like. And then you don't try to be funny, but you just kind of write about the things you like. And then start to, after you write about them not being funny, you look for parts to make funny using hard consonants and things like that. Are there any other things you look for besides hard consonants when you're punching up stuff? Um, sometimes I'll think about, um, like if I write out, this is what really happened, but it would have been funnier if this had happened. But I spend a lot of my day doing that too. Like I'll witness something and then in my own mind, I've already taken it way further. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I like to live in a little bit of hyperbole, so I'll take my real stories and then and maybe stretch them out a little bit. Oh, that's great. And then how do you um, then start to formulate it into a set? How do you know what you want to open with and end with and all that? I try to pick something quick to open with, and then I like to end with a callback funny enough there were a couple more jokes at the end of that set but because i delivered it slightly inebriated and not sober my rhythm <laughs> my rhythm was off a little bit uh and so i had just chopped the video at 134 and mm. so i like to to write out a set and then i'd like to challenge myself by having a callback at the end if i can i yeah. like I, do you, do you write it out like, will you write it out like a script or do you do more um, like bullet points of the joke titles? I will write a script first and then I'll, I'll, I'll say it a bunch and then go back to my computer and say it and I'll change the writing to what I actually say versus what I had written before. Does that make sense? So you make it more so conversational? Like it. Or go ahead. Yeah, so I'll write it as a script but then perform it to myself a bunch of times and then sit back down and change the writing to what actually comes out of my mouth so that the writing is the, is the conversational writing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. And you get that conversational piece by like saying it out loud. Yes. Yes. And then, and then I'll, then I'll just write joke titles after, you know, once I'm comfortable with it and that sort of stuff. So. Gotcha. And then was there, did you have to reorder the set a few times? Like, to actually land on the pro cause it like, I mean, it's just a great beginning, middle and end, you know, set. Um, that one I didn't just, I think because the theme was set and the time limit was set, I just kind of wrote straight through it. Mm -hmm. Um, like the last joke I had was I got a new poodle during quarantine and my family accuses him of loving him the most. 
of course that's not true, but he never wakes me up. In fact, I usually wake him up by yelling, make your own damn cereal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, but I ran out of time. So I just cut it off after the, after the thing. So, well, it all worked out. It, it did work out. out. It did work out. It looks, uh, Evelyn's asking, how long have you been doing stand up? Um, well, I was doing it for about a year before, well, about a year and a half before COVID. Mm-hmm. And then now it feels like I'm not doing it at all, but this has been fun. This, this writing group has been great because at first I thought the quarantine was only going to last two weeks and then we were going to be doing comedy again. Then I lost motivation and then I found this group and it's, it's really helpful to sit down every day and, or I try to be there as many days as possible, even mm-hmm. if I'm in the car and just listen to everybody's feedback, listen to all the jokes. Um, and it starts to make me feel like a comedian again. So this has been really great. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been great for me as well. <laughs> yeah. Not, not being on stage since March. It's, it's been wild, but, um, yeah, it's good to have this community to still like, we're, we're still comics. We're still in this, you know? Nice. Yeah. So newer and already like you've, you already developed a lot of like really productive habits around your writing. Amanda's asking, how do you get in the mood to write? Um, I don't know. I, I do like to write and I also like to run. And so sometimes I'll write after I run because I feel like, you know, you've, you, you get a little, I mean, I, don't, I love to run. So sometimes I can mm-hmm. get emo, not emotional, but you know, you feel a little bit more open after you've exercised and your, you know, your mind is a little bit more relaxed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'm not in the mood to write and I'll open up the computer and write two words and then close it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something, um, cause you, you took, uh, the workshop I did on writing and that's a big thing with writing is like lowering the bar in a lot of ways. Some days it's like, oh, I wrote the date. Great. All right. Moving on. I wrote today. It's like just lowering the bar so you can create that daily habit, you know? And what's hard for me sometimes is I'll write things and then I go back like a month later and open it up and look at it. I'm like, ooh, that's embarrassing. Why did you mm-hmm. ever write that? <laughs> but then sometimes you go open it up and you're and you can fiddle with it and make it better. But a lot of times I'm like, yeah, no, you should have. Is there anything from, um, oh yeah, people are saying, yeah, Imri's like, I love this group. Uh, John's saying he'll sneak me out of the house. And um, Colleen, uh, Colleen also has a similar joke about her service dog. That's great. Um, and Olga says, new poodle, new jokes. <laughs> but um, do you have anything from a mindset standpoint? Because I've become more and more obsessed with like just the mindset around just committing to a daily habit or doing things even when you don't feel like them or doing things especially when you don't feel like them and you training runners and things like that. Is there something from like a mindset mental like standpoint of if, if we wake up and we're like, Oh, I don't want to write today or I don't, I don't feel like doing X, Y, and Z. Like, is there anything you, you help people you train with to kind of overcome that hurdle? Because a lot of the times it's like breaking through that barrier once, makes it easier to break through it the next time it's there. But do you have anything from that standpoint? Um, Yeah, and it's funny. I do feel like comedy is a process similar to athletic training Mm -hmm. um, because you practice 
and then you have a competition and things either go the way you wanted them to or they don't and then you have to go back to the drawing board and you have to practice again and you have to maybe change this or change that or work a little bit harder but I do tell my kids my my cross-country kids all the time like this hour is going to pass whether you put the work in or not mm. so can either spend this hour doing something productive and making yourself better or you can spend this hour that you know they like to go to the bathroom every time the workout gets hard you know there's always going to be a reason to get up or leave or or do whatever but the time is going to pass whether whether we do what we're supposed to be doing or not mm -hmm. so i and you know we're all guilty of saying oh well this hour can pass that's fine who cares i do that quite a bit but um but it does help to just say you know, look, whether whether I put this work in or not, the time's going to pass. So let me just put this work in, then I'll be better on the other side. So that's something when we did the Q&A with Ted Alexandra, one of my favorite quotes was uh, he said, you'll never regret working harder. <laughs> oh. I was like, ah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. You won't regret. You won't regret working harder. And um, yeah, I, I love that because that's why an intention within the right 10 club is like right for all 10 minutes. Cause it's mm -hmm. easy. You find a joke within two minutes and it'd be easy to just be like, all right, well I'll just hang out until 10 minutes and post my joke. Or you get to eight minutes and you're like, well, that's good enough. Or nine minutes. You're like, well, I finally, I figured it out. But it's like you saying with what you do is like, I'm looking for hard consonants or how can I personalize this and think what's a different angle. So up to the last second, you can be writing in that 10 minute exercise. It's just so valuable. Yeah, it really is. And it's hard. That is really a hard, sometimes the word will come up and I'm like, nah, I don't, like you don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. it, or even it's a random word. So you shouldn't be surprised that it feels like a random word. But every day I'm like, what, man, what? <laughs> what Just get in it. Usually something will come. So many people are saying, if we have to exercise before writing, my notebook's going to be blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ed said, maybe if we watch people exercise, it'll happen that through osmosis. <laughs> that might work. Hilarious. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Davida. Davida saying, great. Thanks for sharing your ideas. And uh, Chris Grulon just joined the October contest. Very nice. So, um... This is yeah, this has been great, Kenzie. Uh, this was super valuable. We're gonna post this as a podcast on Hot Breath as well, uh, which is very exciting. But um, is there anything else you would like to uh, bestow us with besides your Venmo, of course, because you do win a hundred dollars as well, which uh -huh. is very fancy. Ooh. But uh, is there any uh, closing advice or any uh, just anything you want to bestow us with, and also how we can like support, follow you, and all that jazz? Um, well, I'm clearly, uh, lagging in the technology department, <laughs> so you can just be my friend on Facebook if you cool. want. Um, but that is, you know, Hey, look, I'm humbled just to be having this conversation. I don't feel like there's much I can bestow on all of you. I've learned a lot from being in the right 10 club. Um, it's been, it, it's just been great. I love being back in the game being back writing all of that kind of thing mm -hmm. so um and you have inspired me all of you have inspired me to like i need to have an answer to that question how can we support you in comedy because right now it's like uh well you can just 
say good job i guess i don't know i need to come up with uh i need to get on board with some of this technology but thank you i appreciate it it was fun and uh, i look forward to writing again tomorrow so yes oh ladies and gentlemen of the hot breath of give it up for kenzie everyone make her feel good amazing set terrible audio but the jokes the <laughs> jokes were stronger than the bad audio it was the fact that you were able to pull off a winning set with that audio shows a testament to your writing and just the quality of the set, you know, so nice job. Hate that. I appreciate it. Yes. All right. Well, Kenzie, go forth with your day. Go raise your kids and uh, we'll see you in the right 10 club. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Right. Tenors. Hot breath of verse alike. We have done it. There it is. Hot breath of verse. If you want to hear your own voice on Hot Breath Podcast, go into the show notes, click join the November Write 10 contest for your chance to win 100 bucks and your own Hot Breath interview. I hope to see you there. And until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. <sighs>